0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to curious john episode number 56 i believe how y'all been doing huh doing good well anyways i don't want to make this longer than it is this is a longer episode for me as i've talked about a million times wanting to do interviews uh, one of the things i was able to coordinate was with my uh my boy matthew and we talk about our, our history where we've known each other where you know all that good stuff within the episode but he agreed to kind of do a little podcast episode with me, and he's got a number of different podcasts himself where he talks about a whole bunch of different fandoms that people really love. So this one, originally I was going to just spitball and go off book, which shows a little bit on the podcast, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, But on this one, I decided to just kind of gravitate towards Star Wars since I'm fairly high level Star Wars nerd, I suppose. Not one of the greatest fandoms I follow, but I definitely do follow quite a few aspects of it. And so because of that, we've kept it Star Wars related. So for those of you that aren't big Star Wars fans, stick with me, or maybe this one just isn't for you. We just spitballed this. he's just, this is essentially just two friends catching up, talking, getting to nerd out a little bit about one of these fandoms. So I hope you enjoy it. If you're in, interested in, in any of Matthew's stuff, he goes by Super Gains Bros on online. And I'll, I'll tag his stuff below. But he has a number of different podcasts to go anything from Star Wars, Game of Thrones, gaming, um, a few other things. I think a Lord of the Rings podcast. And there's another one I'm, I'm that my mind is not wanting to pull up because I'm tired. So, hope you guys enjoy it. We'll talk soon. Wanted to talk to you for a little bit. You know, you and I s- superficially know each other from online, right? Like you and I met. Right. So I should probably say this is Curious John podcast. And I try to do these interviews so often, dude, but it's so hard to do interviews. And I and I intentionally love trying to like do this in person. And maybe I just fly out to where you are now that I know where <laughs> you live. You're not that far technically. Right. Uh, but I love the in-person thing better because I don't like the delay, but in trying to find people to talk to it's 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 a challenge in and of itself and right now i'm in a position where like time is very limited so if we get away with this fine we'll just do this for now one of these days we'll have an in-person oh yeah which is i prefer better i feel like it's a better connection it's a better flow overall
1: yeah no definitely yeah because i used to live in ohio now i live in portland i think you're in arizona right so that's yeah, yeah 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 You're closer now. You move closer. Much closer. Yeah. <laughs> so is Air, are you, is Arizona, are you Pacific time zone or are you? We're on the same mountain. time zone right now. We're,
0: we're in Pacific. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So You're right mountain. now, oh, okay. right now I think we're in the same time zone. Gotcha.
1: Oh, cause you guys don't do. We don't. No. You don't do daylight no, saving man, time. Forget yeah. all that shenanigans. I'm so
0: dumb. It's so forget stupid. It. <laughs> forget it. Forget I've never done it. It is, it is ridiculous to me. Yeah. The fact that you lose and you gain some time like okay so you're
1: it. okay so it's so it's like i'm it's 256 for you um yes okay yeah. okay yeah there we go all right i
0: don't have to worry about that man i don't i don't, yeah. I don't like that borderline anxiety of like oh the time's gonna change i better make sure right. I, I i go to get to work on time correctly like get out of here with the shenanigans
1: it's stupid it's, it's so stupid. dumb
0: uh so i want to talk so do we want to get into like superficially how kind of we know each other
1: I guess we can, man. Yeah. You know, it's like you ever talk about that these days. Um, you know, I do now and then, I mean, it's still my handle, which is of course, super gains, Bros. Right, it me, right. It was me and my buddy Ezra back in the day. We just started like a fitness channel and it was kind of cool. We had like a small little community, you know, there for like, you know, it's probably like two years where it was where everyone was doing fitness stuff. Um, I, I met actually, uh, one of, uh, Colin Dwayne. I don't know
0: if you yes, know. Yes, I saw. I met. I
1: yeah. So I met. So, yeah, so I met him. I met another guy. Uh, his name's Pete. Overweight to great. He like. He was like the wow. I think the first in that little group to kind of blow up. Yeah. It was like everyone was kind of talking to each other. And yeah, um, I met him because uh, he lived in Vegas. And so now that I live out here, my wife's brother lives in Vegas. Right. Um, and so I just went up and met, met with him. Yeah. But we had that little fitness community and then I sort of turned that YouTube, like getting into YouTube and all that stuff into like a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, I know we've always been on Instagram and dude, you
0: did great. Yeah. Like I, I followed you and then eventually we all moved to Instagram, right? Cause the YouTube right. thing just takes so much time. It right. just, it's, it's a, it's a time drain. And Let's be real honest and frank here. Like the fitness community is a hard one to break into unless you're either doing really crazy things that are outside the norm range or or unless you're pharmaceutically helping yourself out. Right. And and that's hard to compete with when you're not. And so it's hard and I understand this too because I'm 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 the same way. We're all human. So when you see somebody that isn't as impressive as what you want to be, you're not likely going to take advice from them even though it's gonna work out great for you because you're not pharmaceutically charged, right? Right. right. So, I, at some point, I kind of moved into more of a vlogging state with the YouTube thing, and then eventually kind of went into all this stuff uh, that's more edifying, if you will. But it, it's just fascinating. Like I made good friendships with you. We kind of talk, and then we found ourselves on Instagram again. I stopped doing the YouTube thing because it was just it was a yeah, huge. Train. It's a lot. But um, I don't know if you remember Boski, Boski Train, Ralph. We're still kind mm-hmm. of very close. Um, he, he was like fitness, but then like he's doing a lot of baseball-related things. So him and I are actually very close. I see him on a regular basis. Oh, like cool. He's, he's out in California. He came out for spring training just recently. So him and I talk all the time. So it's very interesting, and I miss those days where it felt like the 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 early age of the YouTube fitness community, right? Where it was mm-hmm. like just us grabbing a camera and just filming.
1: Yeah. No, it was, no, it yeah, it was awesome. And it was, it was just like, I don't know, I just saw it sort of happened at this like same little, po- and none of us were like big. And that was, I think right. like the cool part right. about it was we were all like just this small little group of, you know, like people following each other and like subscribers and then, yeah, but like you said, yeah, YouTube, so especially YouTube fitness is right. really hard because now I do YouTube like semi-professionally. Right, um, right. right. And I can tell you that the fitness community is hands down one of the single hardest things to do on YouTube. Even TikTok now, like even TikTok is big and it's way easier to get viral. Mm. But unless you're like, you know, uh, eighteen year old female, uh, you know, just doing squats, <laughs> like it's really hard yeah. to, do, yeah. to do to do the fitness stuff. Because even like. My buddy Colin, you know D way, like he he was doing it same little. We were all like on each other's videos and everything. He's been doing it hardcore, and he posts like a video a week, and he does good content. He's still only at like twelve thousand subs. He's been doing it for like seven, eight years.
0: It's it's hard, man. I as you talk about like the fitness influencers, the females that are like just doing yeah. that stuff. Like I, I often want to do like a like right. a, a a funny gag video where it's like the male equivalent of that, but. It, it's yeah. just one of those things where I just don't have the time. I have all these ideas, I just don't have the time for them yeah. these days. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's it's hard to break into it. And and the fitness thing is is so difficult. It's so difficult because it's also, by the way, it is I, and I've and I've been part of a few different what are you communities on online, mm-hmm. right? The fitness one is quite frankly the biggest and trashiest of them all. It's the worst. Yeah. It's it's they're borderline competitive to a point where they don't want to help each other out. They're just in it for themselves, they're, it's very egotistical. And, and, and in some respects, the endeavor that they've chosen is one of uh, a bit more selfishness, right? But I I'm, do a lot more creative stuff. So if you follow my Instagram channel, you do, mm-hmm. it, you see a lot of the woodworking stuff. And that's a different community, right? Like the, the creator, the maker community, completely different. And it's, it's kind of like the opposite mindset, they're more willing to, that, to say, Hey, this is how I would do this. This is how you should do this or help you, give you tips, teach versus the fitness. It's, it's more about me, me, me. It's a very
1: different mindset. Yeah. And we were, I will say too, like the little community group we had too, also wasn't like we weren't out. It was kind of like more of like a vlog style. I feel yes. like everyone was kind of doing like a vlog just like, and I think that was what made it more interesting was it wasn't like, here I'm some d- like massive dude on steroids and like these are the five exercises <laughs> you should do if you want right. to get bigger things it was everyone was kind of doing sort of, you know, like vlog style stuff. And it was really more of like a motivational like mm-hmm. thing. And so I think that's what made it like, that was what made it really fun and why I've still like, you know, I still follow like the exact same people like I have followed, you know, and I've like messaged people, you know, on Instagram cool. and like things. And it's like totally just because we were all like in, in this little... YouTube community there for a little bit. It was cool.
0: It it feels or at least at at that point in my life, it felt like for me, like it was like the what's the word I'm looking for is it it was like the underground scene. It wasn't super popular Mm -hmm. now, right? If you go to a mainstream gym now, I'm sure you see cameras everywhere. everywhere. And I remember when I brought camera, I mean, in fact, I have video vlogs where I'm talking about gym members or gym owners and and people who run the gyms being extremely angry about the cameras I'm bringing in. I've, I've yeah. gotten, I, one of the videos I published on my channel, which was like me aggressively calling out gym trainers, was like, I don't know if I ever talked about it or re-referenced it. But that video, like I was talking about watching this trainer teaching this older woman an Olympic lift. I'm like, what what, what is wrong with you? You don't do that. Yeah. And she, and so I made a video about it, basically ranting. And I heard, because I, I had friends who were employees of that gym, that that video made the rounds in that gym. Like, oh. they had a meeting about it. But now these days, it's like, that probably happens all the time, where people just don't care anymore. But it's fascinating. It's it's a different time. And it felt like the early ages when we were doing it. And it was more friendly. It felt like we were it was a little bit more underground than it is now. Now everybody's trying to become an influencer. Everybody's trying to become... Right a person that people want to follow it's fascinating yeah. but anyways i just i, I thought we give some people some background that was yeah. just not like two complete strangers just talking you and i know for <laughs> yeah. a while which is trippy but it's that's the beauty you know it. i
1: have i was i was looking for i know it's probably up there just behind uh something but uh you sent me a wristband i still have it like motivator's all really? result, motivator's all wristband man, I, i've got it i think it's one second all right <laughs> wow Right here, man. Boom! Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, right. I still right have there. some of those. I
0: should have put some in the box.
1: Right there, man. Oh yeah, I still got it. And I think it's got a wow. Oh, it's white, white on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. One of the reasons I made one of those is because I bought
0: a <clears> rogue <throat> uh, bar, and it <clears> had like a like a chamfering or something where you can actually put those bands. So it was just an excuse for me to buy a bag of those things and just throw them on my bar. Yeah. Pretty hilarious. But, um, yeah, I mean, I missed those days a little bit because it it felt more innocent. Now it's just it feels like everything else is profitized. It's people trying to make money. But back then it just felt like, hey, I wonder how my buddy's lifts are doing. Let me go check on what he's doing. What is he eating? What is that weird yogurt thing he made? Right. Like it was it was some of that. It was just a little back and forth talking smack like yeah, I could do that. Who was the one that originally did all the challenges? Somebody started doing challenges. And I was like, oh, this is getting interesting
1: oh I don't know Um, oh there was there was a couple people Um, there was one guy I don't know if you remember I can't remember his name but he was this British guy and he was like a world's strongest man comp competitor but he was like 16 16. and yeah and so he was like he was like doing like these like crazy power power lifting stuff I remember he did a bunch there was another guy too who did a bunch of challenges I can't remember his name but yeah, I know. I remember a lot of them came up because that was that was uh, it was right around the time of the uh, it was the same like summer ish of that, like ALS ice bucket challenge. Oh, that's remember right. when everyone was doing yes, that. And I remember yes. doing like a, I remember doing like a push up one and being like, all right, and naming a few people. And
0: I remember when that bucket challenge is coming out, I I, I, I had a, a place that had a pool. And there was like numbers going through my head. I'm like, how much would it cost for me to fill this with ice? Nice, so, <laughs> but so that's then it was, real expensive. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> why that that went out the window. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, now that you're famous and such, I want to talk to you <laughs> about nerd stuff, man, because I love this stuff. Apart from look, a lot of this podcast is likely going to be us just, yeah, nerding out on the topics. But because you are now like an authority in these things. Want to I want to get your opinion on some things. And we're gonna get into some, some things that I'm I'm curious what your feelings are on these, especially some of the new movies, which I've yeah. been very vocal about I think it's just saying they're trash. I'm talking about Star Wars, yeah. by the way, people. Um, I'm I've been I, I I'll be honest with you, I don't even think I've seen the last one of the trilogy of the
1: Rise of Skywalker.
0: I don't think I've seen the last one. I don't yeah, think I've seen it. I have
1: one. I have so many mixed feelings about them,
0: and and so I, and I, yeah, so we'll get into that but we'll we'll start with the some easy questions What are your favorite of the trilogies?
1: ooh favorite trilogies favorite or just trilogy. favorite movies see I'm kind of I guess I now obviously the original trilogy <laughs> the caveats is, the original trilogy is the best, but my favorite movie um and just for a lot of sentimental reasons is actually episode one, uh, okay. uh, the Phantom Menace, which I know for a lot of people don't like, and that's fine. I think that that's sort of the good thing about star Wars is that honestly, there's a movie for everyone. Could, um, yeah. and it's basically just gonna love Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson. And it was just like, it just came out right when I was about, I don't remember exactly how old I was. Um, I guess it would have been 10 or 11 cause it came out in 1989. So, um, Nine or ten, and uh, you know, it's like I watched those, ori- those original trilogies on VHS like over and over and over again. Oh, wow. And so it was kind of like, "Hey, here's the new movie coming out." And I remember specifically all the merchandise and everything that was leading into it. And there was all this like, specifically, it was like Pepsi cans. There's Pepsi and Mountain Dew it had this like huge oh, wow. campaign yeah. around Star Wars. And so on the Pepsi cans and Mountain Dew cans, they listed all of these characters and they had pictures of them and they had like brief descriptions. It was like an enormous campaign. Like if you look up the Anakin, like Pepsi, like vending machine, like those things still sell for like hundreds of that. I mean, not hundreds, but like thousands of dollars because Star Wars collectors want them. And they were just like pretty iconic. Yeah. So I just remember, especially like Obi-Wan. And it was like, well, I know Obi-Wan from the movies. Now we're going to see like a young Obi-Wan and we're going to see a young Anakin who turns into Darth Vader and then like Qui-Gon Jinn's there. And then Darth Maul comes out with the double lightsaber. And I was like, dude, this movie is awesome. Like it was (laughs) so, so it's, it's still my absolute go-to movie. And I think another reason I really like it compared to just even the rest of like the main saga is it feels to me the most unique, like, Cause they were still in that stage where they're doing a lot of practical effects in that movie. And it wasn't as heavy CGI as okay. uh, episode, episode two and episode three are And episode two, Anakin's older. And so, you know, there's not that big of a time difference between two and three. So those feel like, you know, you really can watch those together. Whereas episode one feels like it's just its own movie hanging out out there by itself. So it feels kind of unique. And then everyone's like, oh, we don't like it because we don't like Jar Jar. And so I feel like I got to defend it. So episode one for me. So I honestly go back and watch the prequels a lot because then episode two for me is just okay. But episode three is like king.
0: Wow. Yeah, no, I I think that is the very first one I myself also watched in theaters. I remember my parents taking me to go see it and waiting in line. And we're like, we're going to wait a while. And thinking like, why is it such a big deal, right? But even for them as adults who aren't real big nerds, I would call them, like they remember when the, the originals came out that it was a big deal. So they wanted to make yeah. sure to go to it. It was interesting. It was good. I mean, I liked it. I, I'm, I'm not. A lot of people hate on that trilogy for a number of different reasons, Jar Jar being the one of them. And right. so um, I, I think they were fine. They, they do have a different feel than the originals the originals were more dystopian it was a different yeah. time already right i do eventually in this podcast want to get to the whole darth dar theory yeah i'm sure you've heard of it i oh, love yeah. it i love it i think it just would make sense but we can get to it anyways i mean so what about of the original three
1: uh return of the jedi is my favorite yeah i think i agree with you on that one yeah i mean they're they're all good but in that one i think it's just because luke's got the green lightsaber yeah and i've sometimes i've always thought about um you know necessarily like what's the best movie and i don't think i can put return for me for a long time i couldn't put it like above empire strikes back but just because i think the opening to return of the jedi is kind of slow i think i think it's it's kind of it's kind of a it feels like the openings of that movie is a little slow like Luke's, you know, you got to go through Jabba's palace. It like gets a little weird with like the dancing dancers and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just like, right. okay, George Lucas is really just like it letting it kind of, you know, go out there. Um, and then you go back to Dagobah and then you go to Endor where it doesn't really start to pick up until Luke gets like Luke and Vader go see Palpatine. And then the back half of that movie is like pure just Star Wars gold. But I think the first half of it's a little slow, but Luke's got the green lightsaber and then the final battle with Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader's there. And it's just, and then Lando and Han are out there flying, you know, it's so good.
0: All right. So regrettably, I'll ask you this one too. of oh, the newest trilogies, which is your favorite? <laughs> I think uh, it's face. Uh, I can already
1: tell. Yeah. Yeah. To... <sighs> The new trilogy is honestly really difficult for me to even begin to rank because if you watch it as a fan and you don't know any of the like behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. then episode seven is the best movie. And I I've run a bunch of polls and um, just what I see and comments like when I post Star Wars videos on TikTok or even YouTube, which I do have kind of like a slightly different audience demographic um in both so like my tiktok audience is like much younger i mean these honestly like the majority of my videos i post star wars videos on on my tiktok it's like eight nine year olds watching i'm sure i'm sure yeah because a lot of them are like a lot of their profile pictures are like lego star wars characters
0: uh (laughs) it's all of them i mean like (laughs) all of
1: them um and so but they all seem like they all seem like sort of episode seven seems to be the best the problem with the sequels is that that Disney did not have a plan for them. Um, I mean, it's, it's so obvious. And if you read any interviews with it, that basically it's like JJ Abrams comes in and does the seventh movie and it's a good, like where it leaves it, it can go in any direction. Then they let Ryan Johnson come in and do episode eight. And he takes it in like kind of in this direction And then he leaves it in a spot where there's not a lot of places to go. And you've, like, killed off the guy who kind of is the main villain. And so it's like there's really, like, the story can only go in, like, one direction. But a lot of fans didn't like the direction they went in. And so now they try to, like, shoehorn a bunch of stuff in in the final movie to try and, like, course correct. And they even, like, they bring back Emperor Palpatine. And, like, they even say, like, J.J. Abrams is like, well, we decided to bring him back. And so what ends up happening is, well, you bring back Emperor Palpatine and you tie in this huge story about like Ray's parentage, which was kind of like the thread throughout the whole trilogy that everyone's excited in. And so it's like, okay, so you obviously didn't even have an answer to this until the final movie. So you were just kind of like, we'll figure it out instead of laying great breadcrumbs to some big reveal at the end. And it just comes across as so like obvious that they were just like, this thing together on a shoestring so it's tough yeah. because like the last jedi to me i think is probably a better movie than rise of skywalker but it's like the last jedi derails the whole thing so it's like do you view the rise of skywalker with like a handicap and be like well it tried to fix this it's it's just it's not it's not good and the the crazy thing about it is the other two disney movies are way better then all, than then like the whole thing. <laughs> that's
0: that's so. That's my issue with the new movies, right? I think when you talk about Lucas, he's very good at storytelling, and so when where the originals might not be visually as stunning as the as, a, as the latest movies, they're far better storytelling elements in it, and that's where the the newest ones are weakest. The storytelling yeah. is not good, and it it's amazing to me that you would take a property this old and not put more time and energy and maybe love into it, instead of looking at it as a machine to make money. Yeah, it, it you know, when you're talking about the original Star Wars, you're talking about the the hero's journey, you're talking about the journey of Luke, you're talking about the the, the family tree, I mean, you're you're essentially and with the level of fandom that this community has like to not plan this accordingly not to make a a mind-blowing story with the cgi you missed they missed out they missed the mark period
1: yeah yeah well and the, the other thing that really baffles me too is this like think about this like they acquire this huge franchise and at one hand i'm sitting there and i'm going okay so i look at it also as like from the Disney disney as a whole right it's like, how are, how are you to tell me that the people who, you know, like in theory, right, share a hallway with one another, right? Like the yeah. big, big, big brands of Disney. Like you got Pixar, you got, you know, all these, other, you got Marvel and Star Wars. Marvel is able, able to tell an ultra compelling story over 25 yeah. movies from like yeah. Iron Man to Avengers Endgame is like 25 movies. You tell this ultra amazing, well crafted story. Yeah, you got some bumps in the road here and there. But at the end of the day, it's like when you watch Avengers Endgame, you're like, I just, like, it was worth it. I watched, I just watched all these movies and right. Star Wars can't figure out three. Like, what are we doing? And <laughs> in the,
0: in the, it's the same company.
1: Exactly. That's, That's like the, the crazy, crazy part. part. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it because, my, my frustration, too, with Hollywood is the idea that you're, you're purchasing a property that already has history, right? So for Marvel, it, it, the story is there. Just translate it. And then you get into the weird thing of like the Marvel or Disney or whoever deciding that they don't want to put this out the way it was originally written. Then you have right. the actor saying, I don't want to I don't think the character's motivations are here. Like, no, no, no. You're the actor. Act the thing out. That's all you do, right? Um, like there's a number of actors now that are coming out saying like, oh, I don't want to do sex scenes anymore, right? But uh, my point on that, because I think Henry Cavill did it for The Witcher and right. the guy from you just recently came out saying he doesn't want to do any more sex scenes. And and I, tag, I have a very rigid stance on this where, especially for something like The Witcher, because I'm very biased, I'm, I'm in love with that series. Like I read those yeah. books and I mm-hmm. love that series. And... For somebody to come out and say, I'm not going to do the sex scenes. Well, my attitude on that is like, bro, you, you took the job, you knew what the job was. And then now you've had a change of heart. It's like, no, no, no. Step away and let somebody who wants to do the work, do the work. Because the problem is, and this is my stance on all of these things that already have existing media that defines them. You are man- you, you, you're you wanting the folks that love the thing to go expend the money to watch the thing or buy the thing's things, right? But because you're leveraging that love, they also want to see a accurate version of what they think happened in that story. So you meddling in it for your artistic w- wants it ruins it. It pisses on the idea of the actual art piece. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I also feel like to bring it back to Star Wars, happen with like the the the, the uh, written work that's not being just translated. Yeah. Which the fandom, in my opinion, the limited opinion, the small view of the, the, the sample that I have of your community is like people seem like they really liked the old republic not the old republic. What are the, the books actually? Considered? The extended
1: universe stuff.
0: Yes. They they love yeah. that stuff and they were mad right. when that stuff wasn't being translated. And now we have this race situation where I think the books it's like Luke's kids and everybody's kids moving yeah. on, right? It's it's crazy to me that they would put out such a subpar product when yeah. they already had like the cheat code for the right. thing.
1: Well, you know it's you know it's even more crazy too. Is again, it's the the thing with Star Wars is uh, like in Marvel, like John Favreau or not John Favreau, um, Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. John Favreau is obviously a big part of it, but Kevin Feige basically has end all say in Star Wars Kathleen Kennedy has end all say but it seems like there's a lot of butting heads on the Star Wars side cuz now you have John Favreau and Dave Filoni who you know Dave Filoni did the Clone Wars cartoon he did Rebels now he's the guy doing The Mandalorian cuz the first ep- the first episode of Mandalorian dropped like the day the same day Rise of Skywalker came out or like it was the same week or something Okay. And so so literally it's like Rise of Skywalker comes out. This is pretty not great. And this is a big budget mega movie. Oh yeah. And here's the streaming show that's infinitely better on a far less budget. You know what I mean? And it's like how does that how does that happen like so
0: i didn't know those dates so did the movie drop and do bad and they said release release the show immediately
1: no no because because it came out so mandalorian came out it was launched with disney plus okay yeah it was it was yeah it was yeah it was was launched it was like it was like the show to watch when disney plus launched but it launched like the same time as rise of skywalker it was certainly the same month um i think it launched i think i I can i can pull it up I'll, i'll take a look here but regardless it was like Boom! I mean, right then and there was was the same thing. Or maybe Mando might have started a little bit earlier, but it was certainly like the Mando finale was coming towards Rise of Skywalker, and it's like here's the Disney Plus TV show wow. that's just killing it, and it's like the most talked about show. You know, I mean, it still is like it's like a top three streaming show. You know, like, yeah, people a, love a it. Bit. Oh, it's huge!
0: Yeah, and it's I'm absolutely. Say, I haven't seen it yet.
1: I'm a little. Oh my god! To say that. Oh, once you watch it, you'll you'll be you'll be in. It's it's so good. So, but so yeah, because everybody tells me that. Everybody's like, you need to watch. it. I'm yeah. like, all right, I'll, I'll get
0: to it. I'll get to it. I'm, I'm limited on time these days. But um, so Pedro Pascal isn't the guy actually like acting in the suit when when the filming's being done? It's another. Uh, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't. He doesn't do all of it, but he does. He he does a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, but no, a lot because he doesn't. He does. He does, he does A lot of it's voiceover, but then there's scenes where he has like his helmet off, and so then he's, he's actually acting. So there's like very few scenes that he's actually acting,
0: except for the voiceover work. Because uh, I yeah, I'd
1: say so. But a lot of it's like yeah. Go ahead. He does stunts. He does stunts and stuff. There's stunts and stuff that he wouldn't be doing too. Yeah, but
0: it's just fascinating to me because he's actually had another resurgence of like fandom. just he's huge. Following him right now. He's
1: huge right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's crazy. And so for him to like not actually be filming 90% of the show that people love him on except for the the you know, the voiceovers It's it's crazy.
1: I know. Great gig.
0: I mean, that's a pretty sweet gig.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's a pretty (laughs) sweet gig. Great
0: gig. Yeah. So I know we're jumping around. But I mean, it is gonna be this is like I said, it's just a lot of ball busting stuff. So a lot of just fun nerding out stuff. So I don't want to, but I'm going to because I enjoy shitting on the last three movies. So what what were your thoughts going into the latest trilogy? When you, What, what are the emotions that went through when you started watching it? And you're like, oh, this Ray person. And there's this. Who's her parents? Yes.
1: Yeah, so it was kind of interesting. So going into The Force Awakens, I really had like I was just ultra excited. So it was like, man, this is Star Wars, whatever. Um, when I left Force Awakens, I was still super hyped, I was still very hyped. Then we actually got Rogue One. Oh, that's right. It, yeah, so Rogue yeah. One came the following year, but still, it was like all all the theorizing and everything was about like Last Jedi, the next movie. So Rogue One, totally interesting. I, at, I was like, man, eh, whatever. Like, it's gonna be cool. I'll watch it, whatever. And then Rogue One comes out, and it's like. Top three Star Wars movie. Like it's Rogue One is just like Rogue One is just like amazing, which is actually the same way I felt about Andor before it came out. And then absolutely love Andor. Andor is so good. Like I was not expecting to like it. And then I ended up like loving it. Okay. Um yeah, and, and so then the last Jedi came out, and I walked out of that movie and I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> just like this <laughs> i don't know about that and then i walked out of rises and then we got solo so then solo came out after last and i walked out of solo and i was like i love this movie and the internet's like eh solo wasn't that great Um, uh, i think there's i think there's a lot of reasons that solo wasn't received as well um none of it actually has to do with the movie itself i think it was just it was really bad timing it came out like right. five months after Last Jedi. So there's already a sour taste in fans' mouth. And then it also came out a month before Avengers Infinity War, which uh, again, whoever, who, who I don't know who's running, you know, whoever decided to release that at Disney made an absolutely colossal mistake. And then they wonder why the movie didn't do great at the box office. And it's like, you released it behind like the second biggest movie like ever. Yeah. Uh, like, like, it's a terrible idea. So I liked Solo. And then Rise of Skywalker came out and I watched it and I was just kind of like, nah. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't this big, huge, ultra finale. It was just kind of like, yeah. We had the Mandalorian to look to, so I was like, I don't know, man. I guess I'm just the Mandalorian's going to be it.
0: That's that to me is ridiculous, though, because I think that's. I know oh, it is
1: ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it is like 30, 40. how many years now worth of this franchise yeah. where you just literally did the least possible. You did the least, and and I'll I'll be honest, I haven't seen it. Just because everybody's attitude is very similar to
1: yours, it's like, eh, whatever. And so it's crazy. As standalone movies, like if you watch them, just like you just pick it up and watch it. And you're not like thinking about the context of the others movies. Like they're all individually kind of okay. Mm -hmm. The Force Awakens actually isn't a bad movie. The Force Awakens is actually like kind of good. I mean, it's not great. It's not bad. It's just sort of okay. It's just sort of like it's the beginning of this trilogy that's not okay. like particularly. I mean, like I to me, it's like I consider it like it's right there with Attack of the Clones, which to me is like one of the not as good. I have it towards like my bottom list of favorite Star Wars movies. OK. Um, but it's just it's like it's sort of OK. Harrison Ford's really funny in it. Like he has a lot of really good moments and there's some cool stuff in there. Um, But it's just sort of just like, OK. And then but it's just it goes off the rails after that. And so then it's it's anchored. To these other two movies to where you're like uh, you know but the it, the crazy the crazy part about it is that like you know like Kathleen so Kathleen Kennedy um who's honestly like one of the greatest executive producers in the basically she's attached to almost anything that George Lucas or Steven Spielberg has done okay. um I mean like everything like ET Indiana Jones I mean like mega wow. mega mega movies she's been like an executive producer on I just don't know that she's it's, it's hard to say because like the Star Wars fandom, like hates her, like absolutely loathes oh, her, I know. but I kind of defend her a little bit because I'm like, the, the hard part is if you look at everything else she's done, like besides those three movies and kind of Kenobi, I didn't really like Kenobi. Um, like I had cool moments, but overall I thought it was kind of a mess. Uh, she's basically knocked it all out of the park. Like Star Wars Rebels, amazing. Like the video games that have come out, like really good. Totally like revitalized Star Wars video games. The Mandalorian. Like she's still the exec, She's still the head honcho who gets to sign off on that and like everything else. The problem is that like you whiffed on like the three like most important pieces. So no matter how much other stuff you do, it's kind of (laughs) hard like to fix it.
0: It, It's rough because I, I feel like at her level, she's likely not making a lot of day to day decisions. Exactly. And so it might not rest on her shoulders she's kind of like a board member where they just do a final sign off she's stamping it right the problem is though that star wars trilogies are more than just a movie this isn't like john wick i love john wick it's a fun time but they mean more because they span so long between videos they are a 40 plus year universe that's being built you need to have incredible storytelling you just you need that that's like number 1 recipe that's it they had they had that in most of the movies i mean the first ones were great and let's be honest there's a little bit of a bias because back then movies weren't as good right everything progresses and gets better over time as we talked about from our fitness days right the right. The, the in the beginning you and i were just filming our cereals right but now right. people do productions they do you know, there's, there's people doing amazing, amazing things. Everything progresses, right? So that's why a lot of people knock on the second set and they people love the second set over the first set of trilogies. But because it's it's better product, they look better. The storytelling is still good, but they look so much better. But the first ones were a beautiful piece of art because of the storytelling. And all of the movies in a, in a way, they feel so big because you're in a new universe that's so well thought out. And you feel like you're experiencing it. They just feel big. And so to stumble at the end of the finish line is a, is it's bad decorum. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. And, and my biggest frustration with the last set of three, which I, once again, haven't seen the last one, is that it felt like everything that was going on that year. And I hate saying this, but it is, it felt like a reboot, right? It felt like Luke's, yeah. Luke's story being retold, but now with a female lead which at that time we had the females ghostbusters we had females oceans 11 we had females this and that and my attitude on that stuff is like I love women I love what they're doing I love that they, they want strong feminine characters but you don't replace the female male, to male don't replace the male characters with female characters like they did in comic books for a long time like you saw the female Wolverine, you saw the female, right. whatever. I'm like, wh- why would you do that when there is already so many great female characters? Yes. What about the Storms? What about the Jean Grays? What about the Psylocke? I mean, that's that's Psylocke over here. Right. So my, yeah, my yeah. whole point is, don't you don't have to be on the curtails of men in the sense of like, oh, I'm going to ride the Wolverine train. Like, no, there's already beautiful, strong women that can carry a movie. So don't make everything about like now we're going to I feel like you're dumbing down the women's position when you're saying you now have to be a Wolverine to be popular.
1: Exactly. Right? No. Yeah. 100%, yeah. 100 percent agree. Because I see that, too. I see that, too. And I've watched interviews with like Anthony Mackie, who plays um, he plays uh, Falcon, who's now Captain America. Right. Right. Uh, And he I just watched this clip of him talking about how he actually feels the Black Panther movie is racist because it was like, hey, we're going to have a black. It's black panther we're gonna have a black thing and all these other things and he's like he's like i've been in that he's like i've never had that and i don't he's like i just want the best people you know like right. sort of like so, sort of thing and i totally agree because you know i saw this too and i saw this this guy posting on tiktok about it who was black and he was talking about the same thing he's like i don't want like black superman i just want like my own characters you know like he was he, he was even sort of criticizing like i don't know he was he was saying you know he's like like miles like miles morales isn't just black spider-man miles morales mm-hmm. is miles morales yeah he's part of right. the spider-man family you know it's like for me when i think i and i think you know there are characters where you have like maybe there's like a group of them that represent like one person so like for me the first green lantern i think of is jonathan stewart because that mm. was that was the green lantern who was on like when i was Watch you them. know I was, when i was growing up but it's still yeah. just like that's he is a he is one of the Green Lanterns. Right. Yeah. I mean, let people, you know, ha, like I'd much rather you create a brand new cool character that's not like just hinging on the fact like, oh, it's a black Superman. So it's cool because he's Superman and he's black. It's like, give him a <laughs> give him their own right. character. Right. like right. super. You know, that's that's like that's that's super that's super cool, you know, like that way it, that they can be like their own unique identity, not just, hey, we're like doing this for the you know sake of it
0: it's a byproduct of hollywood and where hollywood is but now it's right. it's it's trickling down through the media into everybody else which adds to i think the whole society pressure of this and that and his and her and whatever but my point right. is like it felt that's what those movies felt like for me like it was a reboot which already is a problem because there were so many right. reboots going on then and then you had like a female luke right and then it felt like you were just going through the same steps it just it felt odd and it felt like they were it's like that whole meme of like um what is it It is that whole saying it's like oh can you cheat on my test yeah but just change it a little bit so right whatever that one is um that's what it felt like exactly and so my 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 thing was like dude you guys are disney you guys own this thing now you guys have so much money why would you not have a a foresight to what the three movies are going to be like why don't wouldn't you have A, a, a team of excellent writers that can write this to be a fantastic send off because that, that's the end, right? They're not going to make any more yeah. trilogies. I mean, I'm sure
1: they, I'm sure they, I'm sure they will at some point, but it's just, it's so obvious, especially the third movie that they are just like, well, I don't know. We got to piece stuff together. I mean, literally when Palpatine comes back, the line is somehow Palpatine returned. I mean, I mean that's it. Like literally that yeah. is the line. It is somehow like you're not even going to explain it. Like what a, j- I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like what a, it's my just it's so it's rushed is I hate using that term but it's like nah man it was it was rushed yeah
0: and with a property like that it just boggles my mind yeah. I mean you see Plus there's businesses.
1: there's leaked scripts there's leaked scripts of what um JJ Abrams wanted to do which was still mm-hmm. like take it like in a in a but they are like no can't do that why why don't know just it, it feels to, like there's a lot of to... it's, it it was, feels... it's a total it's a knee jerk. I mean, it's it's very apparent that if you like if you watch those movies back to back, it's so apparent that so much stuff that happens in that movie is a knee jerk. It's also short, um, mm. which is like crazy. Like it's like that easily should have been a three hour movie because there is so like the first 10 minutes of that movie is the fastest 10 minutes of any movie you'll ever watch. Oh, wow. It's great. Like, it's like, I mean, it is cutting like scene like this. It's like, it's jarring.
0: Yeah, I I feel like based on the little things I've heard, it seems like there was just a lot of political upheaval within the company. Yeah. And it, yeah. it, just, it, watch,
1: it, just watch the first 10 minutes. You don't even have to watch the whole movie. Just click on the first 10 minutes and you'll be like, Wow. <laughs>
0: And once again, 40-year-old property. I mean, it's more than that at this point, right? It's like a 50-year-old yeah. property. I mean, to do that to that old of a property is asinine to me, especially yeah. because it's Disney that took it over. It's not like it was, you know,
1: Liongate or whoever. Something. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it wasn't a small little company. It's not like you and I took it over and we're like, eh, let's just make it work. Right. That's what they did, though. They just said, eh, let's just make it work. And right. it's so. funny because the, the, the following... Property or the following like movies or or, or properties shows have far better writing, yeah. so yeah. maybe they just learned their lessons and now they have better
1: writers. But I don't know. And I, I still, for me, the analogy is it's for me the thing I just find the most baffling, is like it'd be one thing if they if it's just like like say take, take say the Resident Evil franchise, okay. right? They've been trying to make Resident Evil movies for the last like 20 years and none of them have been good. So it's like, okay, maybe Resident Evil just hasn't worked as a TV, as like a TV show, or maybe just, you know, but they keep trying and trying, whatever. Disney knows, like you said, Disney knows how to make movies. And the crazy thing is that you, over on the Star Wars side, you can't make three movies. You can't come up with three movies together Mm -hmm. for a plan. Meanwhile, the guys next door, at Marvel <laughs> Just have it. put together 25 and they were handicapped yeah like that's the other thing Marvel wasn't able to use Spider-Man or the X-Men you know they were able to get Spider-Man towards like the very end because like the rights you know Sony owns some of the yeah. Sony owned Spider-Man and then Fox which they now own um, at least the, the movie division of Fox and stuff like that but um, you know they weren't able to use the X-Men so they weren't they weren't even given like the full cast of of toys to play with right and they still still pulled it off
0: yeah and and it's you know even even the marvel movies like they are slightly frustrating because they're they they do make quite a bit of changes like i remember the original infinity war from the comics like i i i have that comic series and and that in itself it was a little dated yes a little bit but the motivation for thanos was there it was it was Far more believable that it was a love story or a guy who's after a girl that motivated us right. over, over this feeling of burden of like releasing the burden of the universe. You know, right. it's just whatever. But ultimately, I mean, just, it's just a, the, the Marvel, uh, the uh, the uh, Star Wars situation is just subpar movies. It just weren't. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that way we're not shitting on them for the next X amount of time. <laughs> Favorite character.
1: In Star Wars, yeah, ever is, is, is that hard? On. Is that
0: harder? Do you want to go tril or by trilogy?
1: uh I think so. For a long time, it was Qui Gon Jan was my favorite character, but I I'm pretty sure that Din Djarin has passed him. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Mandalorian's really good, man. <laughs> like, wow. Like, and then Grogu, little baby Yoda, man. Baby Yoda's hilarious. Every second I- every second he's on
0: screen is just pure gold. It's fascinating because I thought it was mostly CGI, Grogu. Yeah. But he's it's like an actual animatronic yeah. um
1: like thing. I think right? he's he's yeah, yeah. Now it's certainly in season one, because he didn't really move around a lot. Now he's like using the force and he's like moving around a lot more okay. and stuff. So it's definitely a blend. But yeah, no, Dinjar and sweet. And then they've totally and they totally brought they brought Boba Fett back and Boba Fett's like as badass as possible now. Like it's sweet. So are these taking these are are these the Mandalorian? Are they post where they fit in the, the timeline of the movies? So it takes place. So Return of the Jedi is 4 ABY. So that's okay. so that's like so basically it's like you have everything that happens, including the Clone Wars and the Empire, leads up to like zero, you know, or one. And so episode so episode four is what's considered like a, so that's considered like ABY, which is the Battle of Yavin, where the first Death Star is destroyed. Okay. Um, so everything past that is like considered, you know, one, two, three, ABY. The sequels take place in, I think, like 30 ABY. This is about nine ABY. So it's about five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Okay. So you're dealing with like the remnants of the Empire are still out there.
0: So, so Boba Fett has made it out. He made yes. it out. Okay, they brought the, him in of okay, the Sarlacc okay. pit.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Okay,
0: I was curious about how they did that. Whether it was before or after. Yeah.
1: No. nope. Yeah. It's, it's it's after.
0: Why? Why Qui Gon and and why? Um, how do you pronounce his name again?
1: Who? Oh, Dinjarin. Um, Dinjarin. Yeah. Yeah. So Qui Gon is just always my favorite. I mean, and you know, obviously before I'd ever seen it, then it was Luke Skywalker. Um, but. You know, then once those came out, Qui-Gon I J- I don't know, I think just because it was Liam Neeson, he's got the long hair, it was like super cool, this like, you know, we, de- we hadn't seen a Jedi like that before, and then he dies, but he's like the one who like finds Anakin, and it's like, he's the chosen one, and so it was just like really cool, and then they see his like story picks up a little bit, and also like he kind of doesn't, he's not necessarily like he doesn't do things the way the council wants him right, to. So he's right. still like a little bit of like an outlaw where it's like, eh, I kind of believe in like more. I trust the Force more than I trust the council." And I was like, "Okay. I'm down. I'm down with that." Cuz then yeah. we see that the council is full of idiots, right? You know, Mace Windu and Yoda <laughs> just let the whole thing run run rampant, you know, just fall apart. So, um, but now Din Djarin and Mando is just oh, it's so cool. The Manda I mean the Mandalorian is just it's so good that it's just like he's just such a great character Um, it's like you know old Western right? right and he's a Mandalorian and he lives by this like Creed and he's like gotta go his own way and he's like gonna unite you know all these like Mandalorians and bring them together and now he has the darksaber which is like the whole deal you know it's like the ancient Mandalorian lightsaber and whoever wields it gets to control all of Mandalore Darth Maul had it during the Clone Wars like it's a big deal
0: so I guess I'll bring me that's a good transition to the next question. Uh, if you could pick a lightsaber, right. which one color or, or
1: style or
0: whatever? What are you choosing?
1: Um, so actually, uh, this is like the oddest choice, but I would I actually like Count Dooku's lightsaber oh, the because uh, it's a curve oh. on, only because in college we had to take like a PE course. And okay. I took fencing just because they happened to offer it. And so like, that's kind of Count Dooku style. And I'm like, all right, I could do that a little bit. Um, and so I'm just like now when I like, I, cause I've, uh, I have one over there, but I had definitely have like a handful of, and uh, I review them cause companies send them to me to review. Ah, um, cool. So, uh, but it's the curved one. So I just like the feel of it. Color wise, I'd probably go purple. Cause I think purple is pretty sweet. Mm.
0: Everybody likes the idea of having one of the purple ones because nobody right. has it except one guy. All right. How right. funny. Is the just as me nerding out here? Is fencing swords, do they have that curve on the on the handle as well? They
1: can uh they can. Um you just, it just sort of just sort of depends. Like typically you're holding it like this, and it's sort of like forward uh, thrust and stuff like that, and you'll still do this. Not all do, um, but uh his style is definitely a little more of like the fencing like swashbuckling, I guess, kind of, kind they, of, kind I, of style. I heard somewhere that they chose that for him because of his age, right? Like he wasn't right. going to be jumping around doing crazy. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Christopher Lee. Yeah. Cause he was like eight. I mean, he was really old. I mean, they, he did that. He did that in Lord of the Rings and he was like, um, it was pretty much the last things he did. I, mean, I, I think he's
0: good financially for sure. After those, hopefully.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Interesting. I was curious on which, which color and which saber style you'd go with. I was thinking you're going to go with the uh, dark saber.
1: Uh, I mean the dark saber. The dark saber is definitely cool. It's like got that like, you know, it's like a katana too. Yeah. it does. It's not even just like the the point at the top. It's got like the, the sharp edge. Is that? I mean, I haven't
0: de- delved too deep into the dark saber, but is it similar like all the other ones where it has a kyber crystal and it's got its own mm-hmm. little?
1: Okay. Yeah. The yeah. So the dark saber, like specifically, um, it was created by. Uh, we'll get real nerdy here for a second. Uh, it was created by like this, like this, a Mandalorian basically created it. Uh, and he was like a Mandalorian Jedi. But the thing about the dark saber is it's like very unique, very specific. Um, it never even existed until the clone wars cartoon. And then they sort of brought it in and then they added some stuff to it where it's like whoever wields it basically is like, I'm in control of Mandalore. Uh, like, you know, the Mm -hmm. planet of the Mandalorians, but, um, it's got like a best car hilt and best is like what all the Mandalorians wear for armor. And it's like, you know, one of the top, like most best materials you can have and durability and everything. Uh, but the, the Darksaber also has like this special kyber crystal so that like it's really it like is in tune with the user even more. So like in theory, the stronger the person is who's wielding it, the stronger the blade is. So like mm, okay. everybody thinks eventually Grogu is going to get his hands on it. And he's obviously going to be like really strong in the Force, so Grogu could be like the most powerful Star Wars character ever because he's like a little Yoda, you know.
0: Oh, fascinating. Yeah, it was. I, I like the look of the dark saber. It's kind of it, it's different. It, right. They just need black. It's got it's like
1: black and got like crackles in it too. Yeah. What? You,
0: while we're on the discussion on our uh, topic of sabers, what are your thoughts on the whole bleeding the crystal thing that they introduced?
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. It's a, it's a, the other, the, the other way to, they used to do it was honestly like in legends, which are Expanded universe or legends was kind of that's like, the word I was looking for. Yeah. So there's both. Yeah. Extended universe is what it was called until Disney bought it. And then they changed the name to legends, yeah. um, which is any of the expanded stuff that they said isn't, you know, Canon. But um, I think it's actually kind of a cooler way to do it. Cause it makes the Sith feel like a little more evil. Whereas it used mm-hmm. to just be like, they just like mind them and they just weren't as yeah.
0: So explain to people for those that, that aren't nerds like you and I. What, right. what does the bleeding thing mean?
1: Yeah, so basically, um, like uh, basically how Darth how Darth Vader gets his first lightsaber is he goes and kills a Jedi, and then you you basically use the dark side energy uh, to like take this crystal and you remove the force energy from it, and then essentially it'll turn it red. You like bleed it, and then that's what gets you know, like the more dark side. You imbue it with the power of the dark side.
0: Versus originally, it was like you are playing Minecraft. You would just go and find the right yeah. stone, and then yeah. it's like,
1: oh, yellow stone means yellow blade. Yeah, you could totally just go like find one, or I mean, the, yeah, there was still other like dark side ways to do it too. But that was there. It wasn't the lore wasn't as as good as it is now, at least with the with the red lightsabers. And I, if I remember correctly, the red were
0: synthetic crystals. Yeah. Before the whole bleeding thing. Right. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting. I mean, some of the stuff I'm torn on. Some of the stuff I'm like, I kind of makes sense. I mean, that 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 I'm I'm okay with. Um, you know, I don't know. I like the idea of just like I found a cool one. I found the yeah. yellow one. Yeah, right? yeah. Which begs the question. I'm like, so is are the red the only ones that get bled? Like, if you're a purple, for you example,
1: can. Um, so Ahsoka Ahsoka Tano, who's yeah. in cartoons and she's going to have her own Disney plus show. She's she's in a couple episodes of the Mandalorian um slash Book of Boba Fett cuz Book of Boba Fett's basically Mandalorian season 2.5. Um mm-hmm. she has white lightsabers and so white lightsabers you sort of like do the opposite of bleed, you kind of purify them, I guess. But she's like in the middle. She's like a gray Jedi uh which is like she's not really full dark side. She's not really Full Jedi, she like walks her own path, so she has white lightsabers.
0: So, what is what is the consensus of the gray Jedi now? Because before it was kind of like Qui Gon was like a gray, right, where he was yeah, not really. A good, a, he, he was he kind was of a considered a, a gray, yeah, right. But but so when you look at the Jedi viewpoint, there are, it's very like religious oriented, right? So the Council and the regular Jedi themselves like that these like pope like figures, right? But then you get to the people. that are like, "Eh, I I believe in some of the stuff, not some of the other stuff." That's what the old version of gray was. You were pretty right. much good, but you uh, you did a little couple things on the side every once in a while. But now it seems like it's a whole new thing where you're yeah, almost like touching the, the dark side.
1: Yeah. Yes and no. It's it's like honestly, they kind of, like they kind of have messed around with like the gray Jedi because there just aren't that many of them. Where mm. it's almost like now it's like the gray Jedi. You just walk your own path. And that could be like you still help the good guys, you know, or you help the bad guys. They're just really, it's just like Ahsoka's like the only like gray Jedi we have right now, or you know, in the past you had a lot more. Um, technically, right now, you know, they kind of changed it to where just a purple lightsaber wielder is almost like knowledgeable of the dark side of the force. So, like right, Mace, right? Yeah, so like Mace Windu, because he uses the VOP uh, pod style like lightsaber stance which is you know he uses this like he like knows the dark side and he can like use it against his opponents and which is why it's purple and it's like you know it's...
0: i the the sword style thing has always been difficult for me to wrap my mind around because it's not like super apparent like i'm not gonna watch not... somebody do something and i'm like hold on is that vape pad? right like I, right. I, I i don't get it but yeah it's fascinating now that you mentioned that because i always never really made that connection that like the council were supposed to be like the greatest level of of the jedi right but then they have mace over here he's like doing these side hustle kind of dark powers yeah. where he could do that thing which i guess is the reason why he was able to go up against palpatine right like was right. the idea that he used that energy against them that right. dark energy or whatever that's kind of that's kind of hypocritical mace windu for not I letting know. anakin become a master but you're over here digitally daddling
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah i know it's it's even like all there's all these different lightsaber files like form one through seven and then there's vape or vapod. um and then you know like they're all like they get like real nit- like even that like i like if i ever want to make a video on that or something i have to like look up a guidebook or something yeah. like uh which is like i know obi-wan uses form four and like outside of that it's like okay i have to like go look up i'm sure that's like you... real hardcore like i'm like uh i have to i have to look at that yeah, some people love it um
0: that that brings up have you seen that i'm sure you've seen it because i've seen it and i'm not that into this world and you are you've seen that video of like the i think it's the actor or voice, one of the voice actors when obi-wan sees maul um back in in when when they're on tatooine no where they? Mm-hmm. where luke is and they basically are going to fight again and that's when he kills them at the end right but they're, yep. they're the actor's breaking down you know, yeah. originally he takes one stance and he goes to another yeah. stance and then he goes to another stance. And yeah. it's 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 great the way he breaks that down. And me as like a very superficial right. viewer, like I never would have gotten that. But if that yeah. was the intent behind it, like that's amazing.
1: Yeah. So yeah, he takes, he takes like the same stance that Qui-Gon took yes. in episode one and then Qui-Gon gets beat by Maul. So he sort of lures Darth Maul into, the, and that's why he basically just one swings him. I mean, it's just like, boom, and just kills Maul in like two seconds,
0: because he's like, oh, I know, I have recognized this, and he's just yeah. baiting him. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's very fascinating, and and <laughs> that's why what... lo-
1: there's a lot of that though. Like, if you honestly go look and you look at side by side shots, especially between because like episode seven, eight, nine do their own thing, but one and th- one through three and four through six, like there's a lot of times where like. They obviously when they're making the prequels, you know, Luke has like a lightsaber stance like this. And then Anakin will do the same lightsaber stance. Oh, OK. There's a ton of like mirrored things between between them.
0: So but see like that scene with Maul and Obi. To me, it's it's. There's in a Rebels. lot of... We're talking about
1: in Star Wars Rebels. The yes, cartoon.
0: thank you. Yes. Um, to me, there, there's a lot of like planning and, and thought that went into that one scene because it was such an important scene. Right. But it's like, where, where, where was that team when we I built know. the last three movies? They're
1: working on the Mandalorian, because uh, <laughs> that's Dave Filoni. That's like Dave Filoni is like second to George Lucas in terms of, you know, he Star seems Wars like knowledge. he's got passion
0: for the product. Yeah. yeah. Versus some of the others are just maybe cashing in. Right. It's it's just frustrating. Yeah. Um, so, I, I still want to get your thoughts on this. So we'll just get into this what are your thoughts on the whole Jar Darth Jar Jar theory? And first uh, tell the people uh, what that means.
1: Okay. So the theory goes that Jar Jar Banks, the character that shows up in episode, um, at star Wars, episode one, the phantom menace, you know, everybody hated him. So basically they sort of like changed a lot of plans for what they had for him. Uh, and so he, that's why he's not as prevalent in the site in the next two movies. Right. However, There's a lot of interviews with George Lucas where he talks about, like, jar He says Jar-Jar's the key to everything. And, I mean, he flat out says those words. Jar-Jar is the key to everything. And you look at Jar-Jar Banks, and there's a lot of moments where, like, he's sort of this, like, bumbling idiot. But there's a lot of moments where Jar-Jar does things that are, like, you know, pretty interesting. Like, you really pay attention. Like, he, like, there's a lot of times it's like, oh, he's, like, stumbling and stuff like that. But then there's moments where, like, characters – don't necessarily have their eyes on him. And he's in the background. He's like successfully doing backflips and like all this other <laughs> stuff. Like, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. So the theory goes that the original plan was to make Jar Jar Binks, perhaps even like Darth Plagueis, which would have been, we know, is
0: Palpatine, Dude, would, the Emperor's master.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Especially because George Lucas has talked a lot about um, Yoda. When we first meet Yoda, Luke is searching for Master Yoda. He goes to the swamp in episode five. And he meets this like old little hermit alien creature who's like senile and trying to steal his food. Oh, you find out that he's actually a very powerful Jedi warrior and he's Yoda. So like that's kind of like you take those things and those thoughts that George Lucas has already said, combine them. And that's where a lot of people think that the maybe the original plan for the prequels was to make Jar Jar actually like a Sith Lord. Dude, I love it. What do you? I mean, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I think it's. I think it's true. I, I. I. think that that was. I think that was the plan. It's. It's crazy that the fandom was so upset
0: that they still made that change. Like Lucas seems to me like the type of guy who just said, "Yeah, we're gonna make it work. They'll yeah. like it at the end, right?" I don't know. I don't know if you're an anime fan, but they do that in anime so often where there is so many twists, and that would have mm-hmm. paid off so well. And then people would have kind of gone back, did the research like they did just for these initial little clips, and it would have been far better. Plus. They got a, they should have brought Plagueis in at some point. Yeah.
1: It would have been great to do. Um, I think he's gonna be brought in to the there's another show they're working on right now, Star Wars: The Acolyte, which is like a Sith-based Disney Plus show and it takes okay. place 100 years before episode 1. So Darth Plagueis would be like alive during that time.
0: I just feel like it would have been great. The Darth, Darth Jar Jar. It would have been, it, been yeah. It, it would have been great. I, 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 when I heard the theory and I saw the clips of him doing the goofy things he was doing, and later on, you're like, hold on, did you just wave off that yeah. person?
1: Like, well, the cool thing, the cool thing is, is that actually, um, the actor Ahmad Best, who plays Jar Jar, um, was like I just criticized out for about years. This. Yes, tell him the he story. He was critic, he was criticized for years, and now he finally. So the crazy thing is, he just showed up in the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, and he plays this Jedi that he also played on this like random like Star Wars Disney like kids like TV show. It's like a star. It's almost like Legends of the Hidden Temple for like Star Wars kids. Okay. And um, he his name is Keller and Beck. And so anyway, he got to play this character, and he has this like awesome scene where he's just out there wrecking like clone troopers. So it was kind of cool for him to like get this Star Wars um uh, redemption. A little bit and they've been doing that a lot lately. Uh they did that in Andor too with um Andy Circus. Like Andy Circus plays Snoke. Um okay. obviously Andy Circus is like most known for playing Gollum, right? Uh okay. I think in Lord of the Rings, uh, but he also played Snoke, and a lot of people were like, ah, didn't really, you know, like it or thought he should have been treated better. And then he's in Andor and he's like, I mean, like phenomenal <laughs> in Andor. I mean, I'm surprised, I'm honest to God, surprised. And I'm just saying this a big Star Wars fan. I'm a big fan of a lot of fandoms um i am like shocked that he was not nominated for like best supporting actor or like wow. or, like best like his i mean that his that episode is like, the episode he's in a few episodes but like uh, his sort of final episode is so good i'm like shocked he wasn't nominated for like awards for it
0: yeah i saw the clips where basically they interviewed the uh was the name of the actor who, who played jar jar uh, ahmad best ahmad so uh, ahmad best when he Originally did an interview talking about Jar Jar, like he was talking about the vitriol and, and the feedback yeah. he received in the community. And he he looked like visibly sad about it, like, yeah. they, like they were after him, right? Just an actor, right? So whatever. But then people were so happy for him when he came yeah. back as this Jedi character. And they were so happy. And, and he seemed far happier about that, too, that he came back and redeemed himself, even though he didn't have to.
1: Yeah, the next one, the the next, the next person they need to redeem, although I don't think he ever wants anything to do with again, is uh, Jake Lloyd, Jake Lloyd, Mm -hmm. the kid who Jake Lloyd's the kid who plays Anakin in episode one. I mean, they like ruined that kid's life. Why? I I don't understand why they were so angry at him. I don't know. They just the fandom was just so negative. Mark Hamill spoke out about it. And Mark Hamill has like flat out said, like they ruined Jake's life. I mean, wow. Yeah, because he was a little kid. I mean, he was like, he was like 10, you know, like 12 years old and the fandom just hated him so much you know the funny thing about that is like the hate that the prequels got when they first came out the, the prequels got a ton of hate but now prequels are Hello. considered the best because the new because i post because i tell you when i post on youtube or TikTok, like i have a slight age difference anytime i post anything on TikTok about like what's the best star wars movie it is always revenge of the sith not empire strikes back because wow. it's now that generation has grown up. The people that watched it like, because I watched it when I was like, you know, nine or 10, but those are the kids that like watched it when, you know, like how I grew up watching four, five and six, like on VHS, whatever. And they had like the clone wars cartoon, which was like huge too. So then, so now they all think about the clone wars as star Wars. And so they think about Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan and like the clone wars versions. And so they look at revenge of the Sith. And so, yeah, if you go in like revenge of the Sith has like, quietly moved up to like second best or in some like in a lot of cases now like the best star wars movie which is crazy because we've always heard it's empire strikes back
0: it's like as, as we're talking about that i'm thinking through the trilogies right and it's kind of fascinating because it's like we flip-flop the first movie had arguably the worst effects right right best storytelling the 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 more famous of the, the three or the the most popular as you just mentioned are the center three right yeah. the the, the i'm talking about not uh, right now how they came out more so when they right, came right, out right. now not time-wise so those are like the people even my friend ruben he he prefers the 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 newer style stuff right i'm like right. i i prefer the originals just because of storytelling i'm a big R- right. jrpg fan i'm a big Same. fan of rpg so i love like storytelling is everything for me so the originals to me are always the best he likes the second set which is fair and then you get to the third set and it's like the worst storytelling but visually, beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like there's that, a lot of really good visuals in it.
0: That scene where the ship goes into hyperspace and it cuts Wait. through the other one—like I remember sitting there being like, "Wow!"
1: Like that's just a beautiful shot. Yeah, the shot too of um, Kylo Ren and Rey fighting against those guards, those like red okay. guards. Yeah, like that scene is awesome. Like just visually, it's awesome, yeah. dude. And that I- and that has one of the best parts in it. It's so like one of the the best parts in the in honest to god the best part of the, perhaps the whole trilogy is the moment where Kylo Ren is reaching out to Rey and he's saying join me please okay. yeah and she doesn't and she doesn't do it and then they just like so now it's like you've almost left the movie with this like great like you know moment and then they never even like really did anything with it
0: terrible right <laughs> it's, it's so bad writing. it's so bad so i guess that's another question i was going to ask you favorite villain
1: Favorite villain. How about this? Favorite villain and then best written villain. So the best written villain is hands down, I guess. You know, let me rephrase that. The best written (laughs) villain is Palpatine. Okay. Because Vader isn't a villain. Vader is a fallen hero. Like an anti-hero kind of or an an, an anti-hero. And it's all about his redemption arc. So I don't like, I guess like I don't consider Vader a villain. Um, Favorite villain though, might be Darth Maul. Ah, because I think Darth Maul is done very well. I mean, obviously in the, like in the Clone Wars cartoons and then into Star Wars Rebels. I think his arcs like really good. I mean, they, they spent a lot of time on him. Like they came back,
0: which is fascinating. Yeah. I, mean, I wonder who chose to bring him back. Like they, he must have been a yeah. fan favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah. George What Lucas, George Lucas did because Dave. There's an, There's a really. There's like a funny interview with Dave Filoni where George Lucas is like, "Yeah, I think we're gonna bring Maul back." Now Dave is like, "All right, I guess we got to figure it out." Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Okay, I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of.
0: I would almost agree with you on the Vader comment. I would still think that he's probably like the
1: best right if you yeah. view if you if you true totally view him as a villain then he's the best it's like yeah I think Palpatine is probably more well written
0: especially when you add the, the second set of trilogies because then you get his backstory in a way like right said and everything how he set it all up but Darth Vader always gave you that feeling when, when he came on the scene you were like oh this is not gonna go well for our character yeah <laughs> yeah
1: and they've done a lot of cool stuff with Vader lately to make him even more like, evil like in rogue one when he's in that hallway and he's just like destroying everybody
0: the scene where like it's dark and the lightsaber turns on yeah beautiful scene yeah the beautiful that's so well done yeah yeah are you a fan of like what they're doing with the gaming portion of star wars Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah jedi fallen order was really good um and i think jedi survivor which is coming out as we're recording this in just a couple weeks is going to be like huge which is the one that people were angry about the microtransactions? That was Battlefront 2. Okay, where they just really which is that aggressive? which? Yeah, they were really aggressive, Like mm. really aggressive. Yeah, I know. But they they did sort of like fix it. Like they did it with both of the new Star Wars Battlefront games. Um, but then they like they got pushed back on, and they gave a lot of free deals, a lot of free content. Um, and so they did sort of like fix it and then they tried it again with battlefront two and they got pushed oh. back on even more <laughs> and then they gave out like more st- like free stuff. So to be fair, they did sort of like say, okay, well we messed up. Uh, and then they, you know, kind of, kind of fixed a little bit. Best game, best game ever. Best star Wars game is still probably Knights of the Old Republic. Ah, uh, dude, people yeah. are so
0: thirsty for that storyline to come around. Yeah. I actually like, who's who's the villain with the sweet white armor? Um, white armor. So it's the, it's a, one of the newer games. Not newer. It's it's probably 10 years old at this
1: point. Um, the Old Republic. The Old Republic, yes. The so. MMO has um, Vitiate. Yes. With the white armor. I like, armor. Yeah, I like was, his yeah. kind
0: of background. So sometimes I'll take deep dives. Like I'll see new characters. Yeah. I'm like, who's this? And then I'll find a video on YouTube and they like break the history down of the yeah. characters all the way. And he's like on his multiple bodies, right? Like he's, yeah, he's, he's like an old Sith right. that can basically swap bodies. Yeah. Which is almost seems like what they should have done with Palpatine, but whatever.
1: Well, well, you need to watch the final movie and you'll see. So <laughs> I'll add that to my list. I've watched the yeah. final freaking movie. The, uh, the last Lego movie, the last Lego game was really good. Like ah, really, okay. really good. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Like they totally redid it. like the, they redid like the Lego engine. So it feels a lot more modern um and it's just like i mean it's there's so much content in that game like it's crazy
0: there's a game i'm trying to google the the name right now i played it when i was younger i i doubt maybe you might have played it it was it was legitimately like one of the most fun games and i'm sure it's trash now if you go back and play it but i'll have to find it but it was basically you're playing as a as a jedi in you know the luke age and um, you were basically first person. It's basically a first person shooter, and you're yeah. basically a Jedi. And you basically, depending on how you did things, you would become a, a, a good guy, a bad Dark, guy. Yeah.
1: So that's so that is Star Wars Jedi Outcast. Is it? Let me look at. Let me or look Dark one. Forces Two Jedi Knight. So yeah, so that's so that's the Dark Forces series. So it's um, so it starts with Dark Forces, which is like a Doom-like shooter, and you play as this character Kyle Katarn. Yes. So then it goes yeah That's then the it goes then it then it goes to star wars dark forces 2 jedi knight the 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 labeling for the series gets kind of confusing then it goes star wars jedi knight 2 which is actually dark forces 3 with the dark stuff um but they drop the thing so then it's dark so then it's jedi knight 2 jedi outcast and then it was jedi uh academy
0: I'm trying to figure out which one I played because I remember playing it and, and I'm sure the graphics are just trash like they're very, uh, you know, very, uh, pol- yeah. polygonal like they're they're basically yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation stuff. Yeah. So that yeah. So so that's, is you. Pro-
1: you're probably talking about the second one, second or third one.
0: You might be right. I mean, I'm seeing I'm looking at some of this stuff and it's like the first one seems like it's third
1: person. The first uh, one is the first one. The very first one's like Doom. I mean, it looks just like Doom. The I'll second, this the second one was a couple of years later, and it looks a little more like maybe Quake, uh, and then you would have segments with a lightsaber, which switched to third person. The same thing with Jedi Outcast, but it was like GameCube era, so it's a little bit better. And then Jedi Academy is like what the one everyone really talk about in that series, where you get to play as like just your the new character, and you're just in Luke's like Jedi Academy.
0: Dude, that game was so sweet. I still remember. I mean, if it actually felt great to be able to just take a saber and just slash the people or you throw a lightning or do whatever it was such a great game that's the only one i've really played where i was like i'll go back to it one day yeah i wish they would remake some of these with better graphics but you know whatever yeah get a list of things um yeah i don't know i I gotta find it now i have it somewhere i will (laughs) find it um well i mean what are your thoughts on the future of star wars what do you think um, what do you think is is the goal here?
1: I think they're doing I think they're doing the right thing by focusing everything around this like Disney plus Mandoverse um which is I think the way to go because that seems to be it accomplishes a few things. One, you can boost Disney plus's value right um <clears throat> two you can tell interwoven stories and I think it just sort of works better. Than doing like big budget Star Wars movies until you have a plan. When you come up with a good plan, <laughs> right, <laughs> then release Star Wars movies, right? Like, you shouldn't just release Star Wars movies, which is what on every Star Wars movie they've pitched, which has never come to fruition, um, has sounded like because uh, they've literally been like, Oh, this movie's in development, this movie's in development. We haven't seen anything on any of them, any of them, hmm. uh, except for that they've been like canceled. So it's just like, come up with a plan that's going to be a marvel-like star wars plan and then we go you know then go from there but other uh, other than that just keep rocking with the mandalorian and all the stuff around it because it's doing great
0: i mean i would imagine that something like the mandalorian would be far more profitable it could likely cost less to make
1: yeah a lot less to
0: make i mean you can the, the figures the collectibles i mean that that's you're introducing yeah. so many things. I mean, it just seems like the way to go. Plus, everybody's going to the streaming model, which means that people want to be able to just watch the movies at home too. And that yeah. is killing some of the profit.
1: Yeah. It's the, the streaming wars. I mean it's it is right now we right now we now live in the age of the streaming wars where every every big streaming platform has their big show and you know that's just that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I try to limit how many I have because it's like I don't even have the time for it. But even even right. gaming systems, right? Like even Nintendo has their own thing. The PlayStation has yeah. their own thing. I'm like, come on, get out of here. At this point, yeah. you're paying hundreds of dollars on streaming services every month. Like, get out.
1: No. Yeah, I share them. My mom. It's like my my family. We all share. So it's each person gets like one or two, and then we collectively have them all. Uh, and so like I mean, that's we just smart. yeah. So it's like I pay for Disney Plus and HBO Max. My well, we have Prime, my, so we have. Just because we use it for like shipping and everything. And uh, then my brother plays for Hulu and he has like some anime ones like Funimation and Crunchyroll. Mm. Um, and then my mom has Paramount Plus and Netflix. And then I have a buddy who is like, Yeah, I, I, here, if you want my Peacock login. So I'm like, Okay, sweet. So now I'm like, I have all of them. I don't even know. It's like at this point, which ones I don't have, you know? Are
0: they, I mean, Netflix has gotten a little bit aggressive with how many people are using it at once. Yeah. Getting, I haven't uh, seen that are, yet. Are the other ones? No, I've been a yeah. couple situations where like, oh, there's too many people using it. I was like, all right, whatever. I yeah. mean, do you, do you run into that with any of the others like Disney or whatever?
1: No, I think oh. I'm the. I think like I my, my mom seems to use Paramount Plus a lot because she's like really into Star Trek. So uh, like I don't really use Paramount Plus that much except during the NFL season because you can watch right. CBS Um, and then HBO Max is like my go to. That's what I watch more than anything. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's got well. I mean, it's got Game of Thrones. It's got Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, and it's got uh, DC, which I'm a big. I'm a. I'm a. I'm more of a DC guy than I'm a Marvel guy. And it's got South Park. so I watch South Park on there.
0: Interesting. I mean, what's that's probably a podcast for another day. But I thought the House of the Dragon stuff was kind of paused for a while. Are they
1: still? Well, I mean, they had season. They had season one. Season one was big. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's another one where I, I I didn't I haven't watched it yet, but I felt like <laughs> so the good. I felt like the pacing yeah. was a little odd because every seemed like every episode it's it's years apart or months yeah. apart. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't fond of that choice, but I get it. Everybody's got to grow up. I get right. it. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So, what other thoughts do you have on Star Wars? Is are there any other like like the 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 Darth Jar Jar theory? Are there any other cool ones that are around that people really love?
1: Um, I think one of the ones that's, that's really interesting and it's going to be a good while before we see it. I mean, there's obviously like just a lot of like, you know, big ones over the years, but I think one of the ones that's really the most intriguing right now is like Grogu and what's Mm. his backstory because in like the first episode of the Mandalorian, when we, we find out that Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, right? It has to go collect this bounty on somebody. the only details he's given is that he's 50 years old. Okay, so if you look at the timeline and you go back 50 years, the only other, and then it ends up being Baby Yoda, Grogu. The only other thing that even takes place in the Star Wars timeline in that year is that Anakin Skywalker is born. So Anakin and Grogu are born in the same year. And remember, Anakin's like the whole big chosen one, bring balance to the Force, all this stuff. And Grogu, for whatever reason, they decided to specifically make him born in the same year as Anakin. And Grogu is also like crazy powerful in the Force. He's a Yoda-like creature. Maybe balance was you created two things. Ah, that's a
0: good one. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, that's fascinating. So they may maybe Qui Gon got it wrong.
1: <laughs> I don't know if he got it wrong, but the, I think I think th- I definitely think there is some connection to them.
0: So there is some overlapping from like when the the, where grogu lands to where kind of yoda was still in the senate so i mean is there crossover there yeah grogu's there
1: grogu i mean grogu is at the temple when like anakin and everyone's there we obviously don't see him because he was we obviously see him because he wasn't created right but um yeah
0: I mean, is there any any like, hey, check out the second one of the species that we, well, the third, right? Because there's so yeah, animals. there is
1: one, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So Ahsoka in the in the one of the episodes she's in in the Mandalorian, she says because um, you know she she doesn't know Grogu, but there's so many people at the temple and she's running around doing her own thing and stuff like that. But she says, uh, yeah, she knows she knows somebody else of his race, which is Master Yoda.
0: I mean, it just seems like. Well, we just talk about this race a little bit more, right? Like they seem incredibly uh, exactly, exactly. powerful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: it's fascinating. I gotta watch it. So well, I think what we'll end up doing, if you're okay with it, eventually, yeah, we'll come yeah. back and we'll do another one. I would like to actually it gives me more prep time. I would love to like watch trilogies at a time, and yeah. eventually just kind of get in deep with you as far as like the some of the the writing choices, some of like the visual choices. That would be fun to do. And I think it gives me time to also watch the Mandalorian, which you've everybody right. seems like they love.
1: It's, it's really, it's really good. Yeah.
0: What I mean, are there any other big Star Wars properties that are coming out that people are really excited for?
1: Yeah, the Ahsoka show is gonna come out later this year. It's gonna be but bo- it's gonna be big. The other like live action shows, the only ones that are Andor season two is gonna be really good. Um Andor has kind of like I think it's people are kind of mixed on it. Um it is to me. It's definitely, it definitely has a different vibe, a definitely a different vibe than like Mandalorian and a lot of other stuff. Okay. It's basically, I describe it as if HBO was given a Star Wars property. um, Because it's it feels, darker, very, right? yeah, it's definitely way darker and feels yeah. more adult. It's not like it, I mean, it's not like they're saying the F word or anything, but it's, it's just the tone feels very different. Um, and I think it's really cool. It's also, it's a little slow, like, it's like the first six episodes are kind of slow. And the back half of the season like really picks up. Um, and it picks up like huge, and it's like it, it makes it worth it that you watched all of the the beginning part of it. But um, so Andor season two, you have this other show called Skeleton Crew, which we don't really know a whole lot about yet, but Jude Law is gonna be in it. Okay. Uh, and then um Acolyte, the Acolyte, which is this uh Sith show we don't really know a whole lot about yet.
0: I heard that they were going to go into the Old Republic. Is that going to be show or movies? What are they doing with that?
1: Yeah, we don't really know a lot about it yet, except that it's coming. They've they've done this thing called the High Republic, which is like this big, huge push in the books and the comics. And it's like 400 years before like Star Wars. Uh, so like Yoda's around in it, but it just hasn't really taken off yet. Mm. Are I they... mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of content for it, but it just hasn't really like nothing's really caught on with it yet. Are
0: they gonna start hitting some of like the vitiate raven Raven, Raven, Raven,
1: Reven, Reven kind of time frames? Maybe that's like o- Old Republic's like three thousand years before Star Wars. Right, right. Yeah. People
0: really want Reven. Like he's yeah. got a crazy following.
1: Yeah, I think eventually they will, but yeah, right now Old Republic seems like you know, it'll be a long time before we see anything like that. Which is still fascinating
0: to me, right? It goes back to that discussion we had initially in the, pod- in the podcast where. We talk about like these things are already written. They're great pieces of art and literature in a way that people already gravitate and love. Like, why wouldn't you just adapt with it? it? Yeah, I just know. adapt it so it works. I mean, it's not like I'm telling you, like, hey man, I did this great story about this thing I did at work, and I just give you vague thoughts. Like, there's storylines already built, there's lines the characters say, there's actions already ready. I mean, the fact that you wouldn't adapt it, especially when there's such a big fandom, like I don't understand why Disney went and said, oh, we have it now from George. Let me just wipe it and just start anew. Yeah. I mean, you bought it. It came with it. It's not like you had to buy some DLC for the books. You know, you you, you have it. Why not just adapt it? But I don't know. I want to do their own thing. It's just weird. (laughs) I know, but yeah, I think maybe it's hubris, right? Like maybe they thought we're doing so great with Marvel. We can't mess this up
1: i and think they, that's part i yeah i think that could be part of it yeah so disgusting so disgusting
0: on a brighter note um i'll free you up some time i think usually i keep these about an hour yeah but i had a pack package shipped to you yeah i got it i wanted right you here. to open it on the podcast i have okay, it I don't have, open I have it. I,
1: have, I have it right here i did i haven't looked in it yet but i did have it uh just so i could rip it open because it's perfect taped.
0: I don't want to set a precedence in doing this, but I figured I appreciate your time. I appreciate you doing this. I know you're busy with your multiple <sighs> podcasts and such. That's okay. I figured. Okay. Yeah. I figured. Let's let's, let's do something fun. What I I, I got to do one of these days, especially now that you're cooling or you're warming up out there. I just gotta head out there one day. And Absolutely, do man. Live?
1: Portland is Portland is fun. Let's see what we got here.
0: Because uh... it's cold for a while now, right? Yeah, oh, okay,
1: boom. Oh, this is your woodworking stuff, man. Yeah,
0: man. I mean, just that sick Check, pull one of those out. Pull one of those out. I was looking at what color to do for you, but then I figured you got that blue room, and I'm like, this a fit well. In the oh,
1: dude, that's because like, here's the horn. Oh, dude, that box trick that's freaking sick. Bend the knee. Look at that, man, right there. Yeah, dude, so that of is, oh, dude.
0: one of your podcasts on them
1: oh man thank you so much that is yeah, badass. ass oh that is so cool thank
0: you yeah man no worries i appreciate you doing this Absolutely. like i was saying yeah, i don't want to set so a cool. precedence to doing that because the next thing you know i'm gonna right, right. interview everyone's like, gonna be like hey man
1: how, how am i dude, gonna so find cool. the time to make these things <laughs> dude that's so cool that is so cool yeah man enjoy them will do oh dude awesome I was like, "I'll fit in the blue room. Blue. Let's go with blue." Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's the walls are actually green, but are they? Yeah, it's just sort of the way I have the lighting and stuff like Uh, that. It ends up, it ends up, it ends up, ends up looking blue. But I change it sometimes. I, I, I have it all through like my phone. I can like ping it all around and change the colors. Ah,
0: okay. I thought that was like what we're seeing here. I thought it was actually the color of the room.
1: Yeah, it's technically. Yeah, it's 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 like a t. It's like a. Aqua, I guess it's like, but it's a little more green. But then, yeah, I can. If I let's see here, do that, yeah, you can see it's a little more green, okay? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's a green, it's a it's a bluish, it's a bluish green, but yeah, it does look blue on on camera, yeah. But no, that's sweet, that's perfect, dude. That's awesome, thank you. Cool, man, yeah, of course. So, any, any,
0: let's let's let people know how to get a hold of your stuff because you have quite a bit, right? You have a few Ooh. podcasts, you have. TikTok, Instagram. I mean let people Yeah. Know.
1: Yeah. So pretty much you can find me anywhere on the internet at Super Gains Bros. I'm on TikTok, YouTube, um, Instagram, and then I have a link tree, which will send you to my podcast, hyperspace hangouts, my big big Star Wars one, bend the knees, my game of thrones one, then I have box checks, I have video game one. Here's the horn, which is Wheel of Time, which I don't even know if season two of that shows what's going on there, but uh, eventually we'll get it, I suppose. They're filming season three right now. They haven't given a trailer for season two. Amazon's like not great at marketing. Oh, but they're not chopping but,
0: it. They're not chopping it. Yeah,
1: no, it's not chopped. No, 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 it's, it's, it's not chopped. So, so yeah, so I, I, do, I do all that stuff, and yeah, you can find me anywhere and come hang out. I do live streams and everything.
0: So you have a few podcasts. You have a Game of Thrones podcast. Yes. Star Wars.
1: Yep. You have a gaming podcast video games yeah and then the um the one wheel you of time mentioned. yeah the wheel of time the time which is there another is there series, a yeah. fifth no uh, nope that's pretty much it i i we i dabbled in like a harry potter one and they just didn't get very far with it and okay. stuff like that yeah but nope those are those are sort of the four the four big ones it seems like a lot of like fandom to manage yeah like you're probably yeah. following <laughs> a lot of accounts you're well yeah a lot of things thankfully short Content is now like king because I it's far easier for me to crank out like TikToks and then turn it into YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels. Yeah, maybe
0: maybe that's what's going on with Star Wars, man. We got the TikTok generation writing the Star Wars movies and they just maybe yeah, and their attention
1: (laughs) attention spans like two seconds. (laughs) Like, let's do this. Uh,
0: Either way, I do appreciate you doing this, my friend. I think we need to do it again. I think I think what I want to do at some point is catch up on some of the others, but. still would like to touch up on some of the other fandoms right especially the game of thrones i i was super into game of thrones we had the ending right whatever and but i was super into it and once again visually beautiful show but the writing the writing is where that show is is just king and so i think if anything like one of the topics or things that we should definitely kind of push on the podcast is saying like if anybody ever listens to this that's in hollywood or in decision-making rooms like the story has to float on its own it has to be if the 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 story of any of these things whether you're purchasing for lucas or buying it from some other writer the story is like the base that you're building the house on it needs to be set right otherwise you're fumbling it all the way through it's kind of like I, I, that's a feeling I had with the witcher. I don't know if you ever kind of follow. Oh, I loved show. it. Have, have I, I like,
1: books? I, yep. Yeah. I liked um, season one. I, you know, but it's also like the first book where it's like the short stories. It yeah. wasn't like yeah. um, season two deviates from the books a little bit, but it starts to Quite get into Blood bit. of elves, the, which is the first novel. Yeah. I actually liked season two a lot more. Um, but I, again, does it, does it deviate from the source material? Yes. I think yeah. it's just, I think it's just like, You know, I'm excited to see what season three is going to be. Obviously, we know Henry Cavill is going to be out at some point. You know, there's all that. But I think also it's just like the same same sort of thing with like House of the Dragon, where it's like you have to get through season one where you need to do some time jumps to get us set up for like the whole deal. Because then it's like a straightforward story, like sort of the same thing with like The Witcher. Like season one was closer to the books, but it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, if they just started with like Blood of Elves, but that's not a great place to start, then Okay, it would have felt not as like weird to people. Um,
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I I think they do need to do those things. But and and I don't mind the short story style first season. Right. The problem for me is like some of the artistic choices that are always changed. Right. Like this whole Hollywood need to be incredibly inclusive. Like these characters for me don't match what they look like either in the books or even in the games, which are already a visual representation of the product. But then you get some of the choices like like the, the, the decisions Yennefer does are far different than what she would have done in the books because she comes yeah. off as a, the matriarch. She's like the motherly figure. right? And what she's doing in the show is, is not very motherly. No, and so no. Some of the, and that's the theme of the book, right? Like these characters step in into roles that are not their own. And so some to to ruin some of those themes for me was a big, a big issue. And also the reveal of season two with Jennifer's backstory is something you don't get till the end of the whole book series. And it's like, okay, well, let's just throw this out there like that. Like, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: And not my not my I wasn't the biggest fan of two. And you know, as much as Cavill likes to say he's like a fan of the source material, like his comments on his whole like, oh, I don't want to have sex
1: on scene, like. Like that's like, like that's like do you read the books because that's like Geralt in every chapter
0: yeah Geralt the yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. it's like
0: what character did you choose like if you don't want right. to do sex scenes then go do the what's he doing next the the
1: what's yeah, that property Warhammer. yes, Warhammer, 40K. yes. Yeah. go do
0: that there's probably no sex scenes in that
1: they're no, probably not
0: yeah but anyways all right my man I'll leave you to a little little time to get yourself because you just got out of work a little bit ago right so uh, yeah Ish. Yeah. 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 So I'll leave you to it, but I do appreciate you doing this. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man.
1: Thank you so much. This is total fun. Thanks for the gift. Totally down to do it anytime.
0: For sure. Well, we'll definitely do it again. My whole thing is I like the idea of, I take, I tend to have like a more serious stance on this podcast because Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different, but when I get a chance to pick someone's brain, especially when it's something fun like this, right? We're just nerding out. This is a blast. So I appreciate it. We'll do this again soon. And then once we get a little bit more feedback from people, maybe we'll decide to either come back to Star Wars or we'll yeah. go into some of the other universes.
1: Absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for doing this. Awesome. Thank you.